Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for January 3rd, 2011, and so we kick off a new year of AutoLine Daily. Thanks for joining us. You know, it's been amusing to me to see all the hand-wringing over the last couple of days in the mainstream media in the USA about the poor sales of electric cars. Wire services and news outlets are stunned to see that Chevy only sold about 250 volts, while Nissan only sold 10 Leafs. Of course, what the mainstream media doesn't seem to get is that these cars are being built in extremely low production right now, and it'll take years for any of them to get up to any sort of normal sense of volume. I guess with all the hype about EVs, many people simply assumed they were going to outsell everything else out there. Meanwhile, sales of cars with internal combustion engines are selling extremely well. According to Wards, once automakers tally up all the cars and trucks and buses that they sold around the world in 2010, the total should top out at more than 75 million new vehicles. And automakers are charging into 2011 with a lot of momentum. Automakers will likely build several million more cars this year than they did in 2010. Back to EVs for a moment. Audi is tackling one of the big issues of EV ownership charging the batteries. So the company came up with what it's calling an E-Den. Think of it as a luxurious desert oasis instead of a grungy old gas station. With potted plants, coffee table books, and organic food, the idea is to make the charging process as pleasant and upscale as possible. Audi revealed this idea at the 2010 Design Miami Festival. And you know, while it seems great on paper, Will people really want to lounge around waiting for electrons to trickle into their batteries? Whoa, big news here. Chinese automaker BAIC is bidding to acquire Italian design firm Pininfarina. As you know, Pininfarina designs all of Ferrari's cars, amongst other things. According to Gascou, the two companies have already developed vehicles based on Saab technology and will show a new concept car at this year's Shanghai Auto Show. BAIC submitted its bid several months ago, but even if it doesn't acquire Pininfarina, the two companies plan to continue their collaboration. Last month, we reported that the city of Beijing started restricting the number of new car registrations in order to reduce traffic and pollution, and that new rule has killed car sales. According to the AFP, dealers show floors are deserted. One Cherry dealer says he hasn't sold a car since Christmas Eve and does not expect to make any money this year. One estimate predicts that up to 50% of dealers could be forced out of business. Beijing will only allow 240,000 new cars to be registered this year, and that's about a third of the number of cars registered in 2010. Ford's borrowing technology from the medical field by using CT scanners to identify tiny imperfections in gears, latches, and other parts. Short for computer tomography, the technology generates 3D images that allow engineers to identify flaws down to 17 microns 
that's one-fifth the diameter of a human hair. It even allows them to see inside of parts where they can identify tiny air pockets or other problems that could reduce vehicle performance or cause quality trouble in the future. Before CT scanners were used, parts had to be inspected by hand, which is a lot slower and not as accurate. Hey, don't forget to join us this Thursday night live for AutoLine After Hours when our guest will be Bob Lutz. Join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for what promises to be a fantastic show with one of the most interesting executives to ever come out of the automotive industry. Hey, coming up next, did you know that those vehicle identification numbers can tell you a lot about your car? We'll show you how to translate them right after this. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. A vehicle identification number, or VIN for short, is a unique 17-digit alphanumeric identifier that's given to every vehicle. They're clearly visible on the driver's side dashboard at the base of the windshield and elsewhere on the body. Before 1980, VINs were not standardized and varied from company to company. In the U.S. today, they all follow the same format outlined by the government. Lots of information is contained in these long strings of characters from which manufacturer built a particular vehicle, to where it was made, to what kind of engine is under the hood. But they're a jumbled mess unless you know how to decipher them. Let's dissect a VIN that we pulled from one of the vehicles in the press fleet. Starting at the front, the first three characters form what they call a world make identifier. The one tells us this car was assembled in the US. The G tells us it's a product from General Motors and the six identifies it as a Cadillac. The next two characters tell us the model and trim level. Here, DP means our car is a CTS premium with a navigation system. The sixth digit is the body style. One means it's either a coupe or a two-door. The seventh character indicates what kind of safety equipment is installed on our CTS. Among other things, an E in this spot means it has front, side, and side curtain airbags. The letter D is in the eighth slot, which is the engine code. It tells us we've got a 3.6 liter direct injection V6 under the hood. The ninth number in our VIN sequence is called the check digit, and it has nothing to do with the car. It's used to mathematically verify the accuracy of the VIN. The next character tells us when our caddy was built. In this case, B means it's a 2011. Next up, the 11th number is the plant code. The number zero corresponds to GM's Lansing Grand River factory in Michigan. Rounding out our VIN, the numbers 12 through 17 serve as a serial number. Characters will vary from manufacturer to manufacturer and from year to year, but some parts of VINs are standardized, like the World Make Identifier. Here's an easy way to tell where a car was built by looking at the first digit. Generally speaking, a one means it was made in the U.S. Two, it was built in Canada. Three is Mexico. Four and five are the U.S. as well. And six is Australia. J stands for Japan. K for South Korea. S and W signify Germany. Interestingly, you'll never see the letters I, O, or Q in a VIN because they look too much like zeros and ones. It's also important to note that D 
different companies use different characters. For instance, in GM parlance, an engine code of D corresponds to a 3.6 liter V6, but to another manufacturer, it could stand for a V12 or a diesel or nothing at all. And there you've got it. Now you too can read a VIN. Hey, tune in tonight for Open Line, the only automotive program in the world where you can join in the discussion. Join host Michelle Naranjo tonight starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Open Line. And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for joining us on the first show of the new year. It is great to be back. <music>